Megan Hicks of I Run Far, and I'm with Megan Kimmel. It's a couple days before the 2019 Transvolcania Ultra Marathon. You've just arrived here from China. How's it going? Ooh, I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> fresh off the boat or the plane as it is. Um, but yeah, it's a refreshing um, change of scenery and mm. feel for sure. Um, yeah, because you were at, I mean, what was the altitude of the hotel you were sleeping in? It was 4,000 something meters. Yep, 4,300 meters, I want to say, something like that. And we're at about four meters right here. Yeah. <laughs> How's that feeling? There's a lot more oxygen. <laughs> How's that feel? Um, yeah, it feels good for sure. <laughs> yeah, nice breeze, um, sunshine. It all feels really nice right now. Awesome. Well, the last time we had you on camera was before the or after the 2017 North Face 50 mile where you podiumed there. And um, when I was like refreshing myself on that interview, during that interview, you were pretty gung ho on like long races. You're like 2018. I'm going to do some long races. I'm really stoked about the TDS. And now here we are in 2019. You did a bunch of short races in 2018, one long race the TDS and here we are kind of another long race. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing, but I couldn't have told you that I was preaching those <laughs> words back in 2017. Um, 2018 definitely turned into another short year for me, okay. short distance racing that is. And um, yeah, it was actually a pretty big year in the way that um, I really wasn't ready to go into ultras as much as I thought I was going to okay. be. So, um, so yeah, you know, and this is um, a race I've been wanting to do for a really long time. And I'm to the point where I'm not sure the timing's ever going to be right, how it's <laughs> early in the season for, for such a long distance for me. But um, I had to pass up the opportunity last year because I had a horrible cough from a travel, mm. traveling cough. And so there was no way I was going to um, miss it this year. Oh, so maybe I actually didn't know that. Did you come here last year and then you couldn't race? No, I was signed up and ready to go. I booked flights and everything, but oh, I had, wow. a, yeah, the cough lasted two months and there was no way I could race, so I had to bail on it. So last year's goal, but moved to this year, here we are. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, you're literally fresh off the boat slash airplane. Um, you raced the yachting sky run, was about 30K last weekend and... Tibet, China? Yep, 32K. 32K. And um, you were a lady boss up there. I think you won the race by like 45 minutes or something. And I'm not sure the gap between first and second, but I mean, high altitude is kind of my bread and butter. So, um, so yeah, it was a fun experience and all of that. And um, I think, uh, yeah, Ragna had just come off of doing the marathon, the subs as well. <laughs> well done. Nailed it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you'd have to ask her, like, how her day was going. So, But it was a fun day. Yep. Um, you've been out to yachting a couple times now. I think you must like that part of the world. I mean, I certainly love um, really high peaks in which there's three somewhat really high, beautiful mm. peaks out there. I love small mountain towns and I love traveling to far out places. Um, so those are the reasons um, Yadin has been a good place for me to go. This year, it was more of actually a travel logistics thing than okay. anything else. I was in Japan before that. China was a good layover before coming here um, for Transvolcania. And this is part of, are you continuing your world tour after this or? Yep, I have uh, two weeks in Chamonix where I'm just going to be training before going to the Zagama race and then I'll be going home after that.
Right on. So all together, this is how many weeks on the road? I think it'll end up being like six or seven. And you're probably going to arrive home like smack dab in like mud season in Colorado, like early, late mud season. Yeah, this year for sure with all the <laughs> snow that we've had. So um, I'm not thinking that far yet. <laughs> There's always options in my in our neck of the woods. So. One step at a time. Yep. Okay, so we're here on La Palma. You just landed and... Um, your bag isn't here, but you've got some running clothes, so. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you've already had a run. I've had a short one, yeah. What are your thoughts going into, yeah, I mean, the you've done races that are like, you know, six hours, seven hours. This is kind of creeping up on like the longer end of what you have done, but you've nailed a couple of 50 milers at this point. So what are your thoughts? I mean, it is early May, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now that the last two races are done and this race is this weekend, I'm beginning to think more about this race. And um, I'm kind of, yeah, beginning to really remember what 50 miles feels like, uh -huh. which is, is pretty darn close to a 50 miler. So, um, so yeah, um, <laughs> I'm wrapping my head around that right yeah. now. I have, I have the confidence that I'll be all right. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to give it my best performance ever, but I'll certainly do my best mm. to try. This course runs pretty interestingly in that, like, most of the climbing is packed into the... I mean, it's 14,000 feet of climbing, but it's packed into, you know, 60K or something like that. And then a huge amount of the elevation loss is packed into the, the final 30K. Have you given any thoughts to the way that, like, the course kind of accordions the climbing and the descending like that and I don't know the, how that's gonna feel on your body <laughs> yeah certainly I have thought a lot about the descent in particular mm. and how that's a really pretty long downhill um, but the other more positive way to look at it is um, <laughs> it's pretty easy to run downhill energetically um, or energy wise um, so it's to me uh, you could almost shorten it down to um, 50k of uphill and then the finish um, so I think I'm just gonna go in that direction on this one and I'm also really curious to see what the course is like in the next couple days um, to see if it's actually just like a really slow grind or if there's more uh, kind of undulating terrain which mm. is kind of what I'm hoping for is some turnover and stuff like that I think you're gonna find a lot of undulating terrain there I mean there's some digger climbs that just kind of go on forever but it's amazing how runnable the course is yeah, that sounds like fun to me. <laughs> um, and you're really like no stranger to sustained downhill. I mean, you ran the Pikes Peak Marathon this past summer, set a new course record there, Broca, Lynn Bjorklund, like age old, amazing course record. That has like 13 miles of sustained downhill. Is that right? Yeah, it is right. Yeah. Half up, half down. Yeah, I mean the whole the entire way is downhill yeah right yep what was i mean what was that like obviously it went pretty well for you <laughs> yeah yeah well pice peak is very runnable downhill mm -hmm. it's not that steep um so you can really just fly um and it doesn't put on a tremendous amount of pressure on your body mm -hmm. and on your joints um so if this downhill is like that um i think it's going to be pretty pretty good well I think it's like I mean I think it's a lot steeper but the amount of time that you're doing it for is I don't think that different from how long it took takes 
somebody like you to go down Pikes Peak. So yeah, I mean the whole mechanics of it is different, but the amount of time that you're like committed to going downhill is to me kind of similar. Okay. Right. So yeah, I mean, downhill is easier than uphill. So um... <laughs> we'll ask you oh, how you're feeling about the downhill <laughs> at the bottom of it on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, best of luck to you at Transvolcania on Saturday and Perhaps more importantly, best of luck in your bag arriving from China. Thanks so much for both. <laughs>